Warning, this is a spoiler-based podcast. If you have not seen 2009's Black Dynamite, do me a solid favor. Pause this podcast. Go watch it. You have to watch it. Come back and listen to us. You can catch Cult45 on Twitter and Instagram at Cult45Podcast. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to our YouTube. You can check us out on all podcast mediums, be it iTunes, Google Play, uh, Stitcher, Satchel, and follow us on Podbean so people like Ben Slaughter will get a shout-out every day on our show. Uh, today, Cold 45 is powered by... I'm currently drinking some uh, wine, actually. I believe it has a delectable combination of the finest barleys and hops. It's the only wine that carries a seal of excellence for Mr. Ben Black himself. How about you, fine gentlemen? I am not consuming anything. This is a dry run today, fellas. Because <laughs> yesterday, you're going off the themes of yesterday. Yeah. Uh, today I'm starting off this morning with some liquid bread, which is a goose IPA. Mm. So. I heard when you pop the top, the panties drop when you drink that particular uh, brand. <laughs> you are now listening to Call 45, the only cold movie podcast that puts it on your chest. So sit back, relax, pour up, and turn up. Yeah! Welcome, everybody. Welcome to a special, special edition of uh, Co-45 Podcast. I'm your host, Beaten Down. Today, I'm joined by... Your silky smooth co-host, Mr. Being Black. This is John Hernandez. What the fuck is up? <laughs> smooth to some Eminem type shit. Um, kind of like uh, some of that anaconda. Regardless. I uh, want to say what's up, everybody. Uh, welcome in. We're doing uh, Black Dynamite today. Well, Max Predicts. I'm going to say Black Panther. Gotta say, man, it's one of my personal favorites, but it was um, requested by one of our fans, Ben Slaughter. So shout out to you, sir. Thank you. Hi, Ben. uh, Thank you for putting this in a rotation. Good call. Absolutely. Gotta ask. I've seen this movie like four times myself. I need to figure out who else has seen this movie before. I I have never seen this movie. I jumped right into the cartoon. Didn't know that there was a movie that existed at all. That's crazy. Yeah, same with me. I've never seen this. Holy shit. Okay, so we got two first impressions on this. This should be very, very interesting. Very interesting. Um, you guys want to get this started? Let's nah. Go. All right, well, fuck it. All right, guys, I'll talk to y'all later. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I kid, I kid. Let's do this. This was a fun one. Okay, since I've seen this movie like literally a bajillion times, I'm going to be asking you guys what you thought throughout the, sh- you know, the movie, just to be completely fair. When this fake commercial popped up, what were your thoughts, guys? I thought it was excellent. I'm like, this is the way it should start. I knew it was going down a good path at that moment. Yeah, I thought it was pretty funny, too. I was kind of cautious going into because I thought it was going to be some kind of like Kung Fury kind of shit. I think you guys know my opinion on Kung Fury. Mm-hmm. Like, just, just that whole style seems really like contrived and disingenuous and um that's what i thought this was gonna be but i was pleasantly pleasantly surprised what you know that's a really good point that you made i always wonder how how two things can be so different when they're both trying to accomplish the same thing like what's that line like why is kung Um, fury corny to me but this is hysterical i think i think kung fury even though i like kung fury i think uh, kung fury seems corny only because it was it's shallow as far as the intentions of what it was doing, like it got stuff done. Um, mm-hmm. I think I liked it more because of the amount of people that were involved doing it, which is like two. So that mm-hmm. I was impressed by that. But I think the um, it wasn't really playing off the of history of those movies. It was it was kind of like mm-hmm. nodding to it, but not playing like right. such. Like it was a lot of care that went into this uh, to this film, especially with the music. 
mm-hmm. the, the 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 film quality they purposely chose to use, um, even the fact that um, you know Michael J. White was a uh, playing a uh, playing a character playing Black Dynamite, <laughs> like, like he went into a weird headspace, man. And like, yeah, uh, it, got, it got it got pretty like meta, kind of like with the microphone and shit. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, and uh, like it was really meta. Like, like a lot of things they did were like just meta meta parodies. Because um, we'll we'll get to the beginning where mm-hmm. uh, we got these three guys showing up um, in the uh, in like you know your, your typical warehouse area, and it's a setup gone wrong. <laughs> and black, you you want to tell us what that guy said? In the middle. What I told you, jive chops. Yeah. I ain't no snitch. Yeah, and, and the way he yeah. delivered the line was almost Shakespearean. He's, and, and he's like very much a snitch. Yeah, like he yeah. delivered it like, <laughs> please like, don't bust me. And, and the way the way the other two guys backed away slowly from him is like, yeah, up. everybody knows. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, with um with him talking like that, it was like I told you, jive chops. It was <laughs> it was actually a uh, homage to uh, uh, Blackula because uh, the actor, the lead actor of Blackula, actually had a Shakespearean past and he couldn't break mm-hmm. out of that during his movies. Right. He still did like a Shakespearean uh, delivery, so like it was like a it was like a really 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 small Easter egg, um, and I think it's like just a like a huge tapestry of of just like small nods throughout this movie that made it made it solid in some points. And you um, know what? Now that we're we're talking it out. I think I know what it is why this is funny and the uh, and Kung Fury is not so funny. Like I could probably do a, a fantastic comedy on '90s rappers because I lived in that era. Mm. So I'm assuming that Michael Jai White grew up in the era, watched movies, and watching those movies growing up, there were probably a couple of things that were always funny about, just like Lifetime movies or VH1 movies for us now. Right. Uh, as opposed to somebody like Kung Fury, they're doing what they thought was funny in the '80s, as opposed. Yeah. Because they never lived it, actually. You know, so I think I'll, that's what the line is. Huh? I, I was gonna, I was gonna say, I thought, you know, maybe it was funny because maybe it had, you know, better, more experienced writers writing all these jokes because they were fucking funny, dude. Even these little sight gags, like the, like the donut assassin spinning around oh after he God. dies. <laughs> Or, or, or the car getting uh, bursting into flames before it crashed. Yeah. Well, the the thing about it, Sonny, I mean, uh, John is if you watch any of those 70 movies, they have a bunch of that, this unexplained nonsense that happens. And But it's, ser- it's a serious movie, yeah. and it just goes on to the next scene with no no closure. And so this movie has tons of that. And yeah, I was going to say, uh, maybe it was it was... Um... It was so good because the they had like veteran writers or something, but it was written by Michael Jai White and um, uh, let me say Byron Mins yeah. wrote this. He's the other writer. They they've only done like Black Dynamite and like the cartoon Black Dynamite. Yep, and that's it. And and it was pretty much a you know their brainchild like the whole way through. Like he just uh, I think he put on the costume like he just got the costume together because he had the idea of doing it. He was originally gonna call it Super Bad. But obviously, for obvious reasons, uh, he couldn't call it that. He put on the, you know, he got the nunchucks. He put on the costume and just like walked up to to the uh, to the Byron dude and was like, "What do you think?" He's like, "Let's fucking do it." But I love the uh, fake commissioner Gordon. <laughs> like, oh no, oh, they killed his brother. Do you know who brother this is? <laughs> and he literally set it up so dope, dude, because he's like, he's like, the streets are gonna run with, with blood, and he's like, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Hell's a coming, coming." You know what? I, coming, I, apo- coming. I gotta apologize to you guys right now because uh, I can't really talk as loud as I like to, because I don't want to wake up the rest of the bitches. So, 
<laughs> um, yeah, I just have to apologize for that in advance. So we get oh, man. we get another Easter egg of um, the POV over the shoulder bangings uh, scene from Dolomite, where you have apparently a uh, uh, Black Dynamite's penis is a trident because he's fucking three chicks at the same time. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> is this the best thing ever? Because you see him, he's basically doing push-ups, but you see these chicks like all moaning at the same time, and it's like, how is he pleasing all three of them at once? Fucking hilarious, dude! <laughs> but we got three three sets of exposed boobs right out right out the gate. Re- rewindable boobs, probably yeah. the best boobs in Colt Forty Five history. <laughs> Very nice, and also, you know, I miss the old gratuitous titty. You know, we don't get that that much anymore. We've been classy really. for a while. Yeah, we we had a pretty decent run of either classy boobs or just boobs we just that are not welcomed. Like, uh, but the, you know, what? in modern film, there's not a lot of just overt boobage. They need to bring that shit back. Yeah, they do. Bring back the gratuitous titty. With uh, Trump's America, be no problem. It's gonna, nah, you don't have to sign shit. It's, it's already in action. <laughs> All right. They're already, they're already fi- uh, watch Ghost in the Cell. She's going to have nips on that uh, bodysuit. When is that supposed to drop anyway? Uh, March, I think. Okay. Yeah, what do y'all think about that? Are y'all, do y'all I'm, see that? I'm, I'm indifferent. I'm, I'm slightly excited because the trailer was pretty solid. There's, there, I mean, there's clearly scenes from the old movie that are going to, that made it to the, the remake. So, mm-hmm. I'm excited to see how that's going to look. We should probably do the ad- anime uh, sometime in March. But yeah. we get a <laughs> dope-ass intro, bro. We got a Bullhorn who's uh, who's not really introduced yet, but basically doing the uh, you know the, you know the little pimp rap. If you ever watch Pimps Episode, the hose down, or the players of all, I think, oh, actually. Man, which is one of my favorite, favorite movies. Oh, it's the best documentary of all time. But, uh, <laughs> oh, Pimp and Snooky. But uh, you got, you know, he's doing the rap, which is like a big fucking deal with pimps. I want to tell you a story about a friend I've had. He's a mean motherfucker and he's super bad. So grab onto your seats and hang on tight while I tell you a story about Black Dynamite. So he's, he's rapping about his boy, uh, Black Dynamite. And we got this really dope ass theme song. Do you guys know who sung that and sung the like majority of the songs in this? Was it Tommy yeah. Davidson? No, it wasn't Tommy Davidson. It was the guy who, uh, the main guy in House of Pain. Really? Yeah, he he was he was the one singing the Black Dynamite theme song. I think Jimmy's Dead and a couple of other. Oh, uh, Clean Up the Streets. He was killing it, bro. <laughs> I was shocked. He was killing it. Yeah, I, I, I got a little respect for him after that because I hated that show. And now I'll, I won't change it as fast when I see it on TV. But um, <laughs> he's rolling down the street, man. He got, but, but my favorite line of that thing, the theme song. He, what he, say? he does kung fu when he wants to have sex when he pleases. <laughs> <laughs> That's another thing that I loved about this. Like this might be one of the most quotable movies I've ever seen. Easy, easy, mm-hmm. easily. Absolutely, absolutely, dude. So we get almost as quotable as my pool bear. <laughs> right. It's neck and neck with pool bear. But um so So they get, now they go looking out for Nipsey. Yeah, because he, he gets uh, a phone call in his car, which is like next level shit. <laughs> Cause that's how Nipsey is. So Nipsey apparently owes somebody money. Owes somebody money and goes and kicks the door there. Oh, so, wait, it was some old lady at the door. He's like, "Is Nipsey here?" Nipsey, and then he just proceeds to kick the shit out of the door. Dude, the old lady goes back. flying across <laughs> the room. Then he steps on top of the door with the old lady underneath it. I was like, "God damn!" 
That was brutal. That's what she gets for trying to hide that punk ass nigga Nipsey. So, and just to be clear, nothing's happened yet. This is just still trying to establish the character of Black Dynamite. Yep. This is just who he is, dude. He just goes down around kicking the shit out of old women. It's a regular Putting day. motherfuckers through walls. Uh, I love the expression on the guy eating his TV dinner while this while Nipsey went flying through the wall. Like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. What do you do if something like that well, happens? Black besides besides just sit there. Yeah, you just wait. You wait till he leaves. <laughs> and call your wait insurance it's company. Over. Yep. It's like a hurricane, bro. But, like, uh, he, he <laughs> one thing that, that's different about... Um, I guess the twist with uh, this type of movie versus any other black exploitation or any kind of spoofs, Michael Jai White knows how to whoop ass in real life. Real fucking life. He Dude, is. He a, was so fucking jacked in this movie. <laughs> he really he's always. Jacked. He's like forty nine years old, right? Yeah. He's, uh, yeah. He's old as shit. He's old as fuck, and I'll never tell him me, that. This dude is it fucking makes me feel pitiful about myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he looks. He looks thirty two. At, 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 on his worst day, and he, this roundhouse he did on this cat is fucking brutal. And we get the first, the first dynamite stinger. I'm gonna plug it in. Dynamite, 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 dynamite. About oh, here. Uh, sorry, before before we get into that, I wanted to just one more kudos to the stu- whoever did the stunts for this movie was fucking badass because those stunts were the shit. Yeah, I think I think Jai White had like a lot to do with that too because he. I think um, the people who, <laughs> we, in the scene we talk about later, it was a lot of guys that he worked with on a regular basis that were, uh, and, and I'll, I'll, if you know your Kung Fu movies or any kind of, uh, you know, beat em ups, you'll notice some familiar stuntman faces. You you know what was a great underrated movie by him? Beat him Down, I know you're going to know this one already. Was it Blown? Blood in, bone out. Was that what it called? What no, it's, it's called? You talking about blood and bone? Yeah, I was trying. Remember, I was yeah. trying to tell you about that. There was a guy with a uh, the guy that was from Oz was the bad guy. That movie's mm-hmm. a shit. That movie, I didn't expect any. I thought it was going to be like straight B-movie garbage. I could watch this shit right now. Yeah, I told you shit was good. I told you shit. Like, this shit was $5 at Walmart. And I was like, that's the man, easiest purchase of my life. Nipsey gets his ass beat. He gets the money back. And he goes sees uh, Honeybee, playing by, uh, played by Kim Whitley. With her single tear. <laughs> that appears and disappears. <laughs> So I, I IMDb had a tough time because they'll try to spot goofs, but they didn't realize some people didn't realize it was intentional goofs, like all the inconsistencies, all on purpose. But uh, right. yeah, Kim Willie can get it. I'm just gonna, I'm putting it out yep. there. Y'all can judge me if you want. I don't know why. I do know why. I'm not gonna express why. You don't you don't have to explain yourself. All right, thank you, thank you. Well, in my notes, if you read them, it says Honeybee needs the dick. So there you go, because she was all up in Black Dynamite's face. I was, I was very. Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah. She. <laughs> I, I love the uh, backstory <laughs> of like, thank you, thank you for taking care of me and the girls when we didn't have no pimp. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Hoes just running wild. Oh, they were such you a know, God damn it. A pimp's a pimp's love is different than a normal square's love. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm assuming Black Dynamite. It, he is a pimp, like a freelance. No, pimp. no, he's, he's a freelance. He's a what a superhero for hire. He's just, yeah, right. He, he's just a shit, I guess. But um, <laughs> so Bucky, like, bro, OD, I, I, I thought Black Dynamite was like I thought this was a like comic book adaptation. Beyond it, it sounded like one. It's the other way around, man. <laughs> like everything spawned because of this movie. So, oh yeah, so Bucky OD so, her, uh, her. Now who's Bucky again? Bucky's like her nephew or something. Okay. And it's like, uh, so like this line, 
I died laughing when he, when he spit us on. He's like, "Where's Bucky and what has he had?" That is actually a direct quote from um oh god damn it. I think Disco Godfather. Uh Is that another black exploitation? Yeah, it, it, it's another okay. movie with uh, Rudy Ray Moore. Uh, the guy that played uh, Dolomite, like it was, right. <laughs> he literally said something exactly that the same cadence, the same deal, dude. And that shit cracked me the fuck up because it was just really bad delivery on lines, but it's all on fucking purpose, which I love. No, so I need to go and research which movies have the, all, you know, actually watch the movies that he watched to get to this movie. Because I'm feeling like I'm actually missing a lot. Right. I'd have to rewatch the movie to really get the complete feel I feel you. you know i don't think i don't think that's necessary i think i mean i ha- i don't think i've seen like more than a couple black exploitation movies in my life no what i'm saying i think you could, fun. no i'm saying i think i could get more out of it oh uh, yeah because i think uh, yeah. there's nods that people that have watched those movies know about and i just think it's a funny line but it's probably way funnier because it yeah. comes from somewhere yeah it, yeah it, there's so many callbacks and it's like oh shit that's where you got that from because um it was some shit i just watched by accident and I'll come across something that they were doing on Monster Tubes that I completely missed. And uh, it just cracks me the fuck up. But we get the training session where uh, <laughs> we get that action music from, like, Ren and Stimpy. <laughs> 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 and he's just whooping the shit out of people left and right, dude. And uh, it was <laughs> one guy, like, he got kicked. And Black Dynamite was on one side of the screen. And he just seen people get beat up. And he was trying to run the opposite direction. And Black Dynamite was right in his fucking face. It'll just be instant transmission <laughs> to the other side of the room. Just beating the living shit out of him, dude. Hilarious. He's like, oh, now I'm Billy. Uh, don't you be calling me in, uh, during my kung fu or something. Yeah. Don't you interrupt my kung fu. <laughs> <laughs> but, we um, need to shake the scene, you turkeys. Yeah, he, kick, he kicks everybody out because he finds out his little brother died. And he's like, <laughs> he got mad. Scram! Shake the scene, turkeys! See y'all tomorrow. <laughs> Why would you come back? How much are you getting paid, I, first of all? Probably getting paid buku guap to get your ass beat daily. I would never sign up for such a thing. But um, I also love when, how he was hanging up Billy because Billy kept talking shit. <laughs> I don't know if that was <laughs> he was tired of his shit or he couldn't find the fucking uh, where to hang up the phone at. He wasn't trying yeah, to Yeah, he was just it. fumbling trying to hang it up. But uh, we get this hilarious fucking flashback of Black Dynamite looking back on um, uh, his mom and the promise. The exact promise <laughs> that he broke. <laughs> make sure he doesn't get into drugs and make sure he doesn't die. And he, he did both. It was just, it was a bad, bad day for him. And I love how uh, it was my one of my favorite lines. It's not really nothing, but it was just, uh, he's like, um, I'm 18 on Black Dynamite and you're my young brother, Jimmy. <laughs> and you're high as a kite yet again. <laughs> <laughs> So stupid, but this soundtrack, bro, my god, I got. Uh, uh, I think Jimmy's Dead is probably one of the dopest ones on there. I'm gonna put a little quick, uh, quick snippet. Get the uh, one of his homeboys, just just some random uh, 
plot device pushing person shows up out of nowhere. He's like, hey, we found this at the scene. <laughs> it just hands him a fucking uh, uh, automatic rifle bullet. What scene is this next? This is basically when uh, Black Dynamite go back home. He gets a visit from uh, O'Leary. Yeah, and, and the old Nam. The fake bear trick from Nam. <laughs> <laughs> I love the music they played when he came in that fake Frank Sinatra sound of shit. <laughs> Just letting you know it's white people, dog. It was like a da 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 da. No, this was one of my favorite scenes. I love uh, this scene. When he goes into his little Vietnam flashback. That was like the most epic monologue <laughs> he gave there. Oh, his please. little Chinese legs. <laughs> please walk us through that. Like little Chinese eyes. <laughs> and his little Chinese eyes said some cartoon shit. Oh, yeah, like, book us out. I couldn't speak Chinese, but I, I didn't need to. <laughs> no, that was a question. Why, Black Dynamite? <laughs> If I ever have an audition for a film, I'm doing that monologue from that scene because that was amazing. Yeah, the fact that he got out the line Chinese knees. <laughs> but he um when he when he when he went when he said the language, it was actually in Vietnamese, not Chinese, because he's doing a very terrible oh, job. God, it's like three different levels of racism yeah, right there. But um the, what he said was uh, oh god damn it. Like you fucking dickhead or something. Like he like he was actually being cussed out. Mm-hmm. That's what the little kid. Was oh, doing. you looked it up. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. The kid, the kid was actually cussing them out. So, like anybody who's Vietnamese will get a get a crack out of that one. And well, uh, I heard that he was the best CIA agent that the CIA, CIA ever, had. ever had. And I told you, homies at the CIA, I'm out of the game. <laughs> <laughs> that boy had a hand cannon, by the way. That dude, Jesus Christ. But every time that dynamite, every time that happens, dude, just brought a smile to my fucking face. But um, so he uh, what do you do? Oh yeah, so so basically, O'Leary just really broke into his house to warn him, don't do your thing out in the streets. You don't have your license to kill. You can't go out there and do your thing. You need to calm that shit down. He'll shut him down if he tries, right? So this is cut to uh, was it Bullhorn, right? Yeah, this is where uh, uh, Bullhorn's like I guess I'm assuming he's the owner of a club or something because there's a club. We got this chick singing and and Black Diamond's gonna try to go see Bullhorn and this chick. Aphrodite, he comes off stage and she's like, Oh my god, you came to see me? He's like, bitch, nah. <laughs> <laughs> but I can throw you one real quick. And uh, she was excited about that. Hell I like, yeah. Damn, I wish I had a game like that. Boy, Black Dynamite, I put, put in my notes, uh, Black Dynamite is such a pimp because that, that was just, he totally just played that off smooth and she was all about it. But uh, this is. My, I will say, this is my number one favorite scene. <laughs> That's, I'm going to say it a lot, but this is truly one of my favorite quotes. Um, <laughs> inner bullhorn <laughs> chilling with his girl. <laughs> and his girl's like, hey, would you like anything? Yeah, I like some of that ass. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> he was so genuine, dog. No, he was <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, God. Ugh. Yeah, this epi- this episode's gonna be nothing but quoting this movie because I mean that it's just that good. Jesus, like I've I've said that in practice, dude. Just because my, uh, oh. <laughs> my success rate is twenty five percent, but I'm gonna keep trying. Not bad. Not yeah, bad. It's actually pretty good stats. It's not bad for real life. Yeah, for real life stats, that's actually pretty good. But uh, I usually just get laughed at and brushed away, which is seventy five percent. Moving on. So we uh <laughs> so bullhorn and uh. And uh, Black Dominic, so they go way back. And uh, I just, I don't, dude, Bullhorn is like one of the dopest characters ever, man. Because he sees him, stops there. He about to get mad. Because he, uh, oh, he uh, he talks in rhymes. 
when it, for the majority of his uh, dialogue. But when Black yeah. when Black Dynamite showed up, he's like, "Are you hungry? Uh, <laughs> you want something to eat?" Uh, Sister Mary got a got some got some hog miles in the back, and she put her ankles in it. But <laughs> 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 well, Black Dynamite's very somber because his brother died. He's like, "Yeah, I can dig it." And uh, he he put him on to uh, he gave him intel about cream corn. That uh, cream corn was one of the uh, guys that was with him before uh, Jimmy died. So yeah, Black Dynamite might go see what cream corn's doing. So we got cream corn played by Tommy motherfucking Davison, dog. At a fucking hair salon. Now, is Cream Corn the pimp? Cream Corn is uh that's a good question, because he was at the at the pimps conference. Yeah, this is true. This is true. So I would not have to defer and say yes. But then why does he start cha- why does he start running away from Black Dynamite? Oh, because because he knew he was wrong. He was with Jimmy. Like 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 he you okay. know, cause you know, Jimmy's dead, so he, he's not surprised to see Black Dynamite. He knows he's gonna have some questions for him. But uh, more quotables from that boy Tommy Davidson, man, killing it. I'm running things. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't, he ain't miss a beat. Tommy Davidson no, has not missed a step, bro. Like he's as sharp as he was in the Living Color days, bro. Like I'm mad he's not in more shit. I don't know what the deal is, dude. Like they're doing him dirty. But he fucking brought it, dude. So we get this obligatory '70s chase scene. Uh, I love the uh, inconsistencies between the uh, stunt man. <laughs> Notice the whole time, whenever uh, Tommy Davis and Stuntman jumped in, you still see Michael J. White's face. Like yeah. <laughs> he, he did not, he did not have a stand-in, not once ever in life, because he doesn't fucking need one. That fucking athletic bastard. Yeah, that dude, dude. How you that swole and you still fast, bro? During like the kung fu scenes, like damn, he's a fucking quick. Yeah, he's he's agile as fuck, and I love how like he's running like at a steady pace, and you see how crazy Cream Corn's legs are going, and he's not gaining any momentum at all. <laughs> at one point during the chase, they're running side to side by side, like what the fuck are you doing? So Cream Corn gives up uh, a Chicago win, right? <laughs> Oh, this is where they where uh, Black Dynamite goes to the bar to um, confront Chicago Wind. Yes, about his brother's death, and I got down that uh, Chicago Wind t- talks just like Ti, <laughs> and I don't mean the accent. I'm talking about those you know the those cadence. guys that try to sound intellectual. Ooh. I presume with your presumptions that you're being very presumptuous. That's fucked up. That's fucked up, but accurate. But um, <laughs> but you know what's fucked up. What's that? Is okay. See, um, do you, any of you guys recognize this guy that plays Chicago Win? No, nah, who is he? He was a uh, Bubba in uh, Forrest Gump. No shit. Mm-hmm. Shit. Yep. He's actually has he been actor. in anything else at all? He has, but it just you, you didn't realize it was him because his lip was not gotcha. poked all the fuck way out. But um, he was talking some cash money shit, bro. Good lord. Good lord. Talking mad shit, <laughs> and then he's like, "I wish I had killed your brother." Why would you say that to him, dog? Then he's like, "Whatever, super nigga." I was like, "Oh, <laughs> Jesus!" Well, you know what? I'll tell you this: in real life, if if I have a man outnumbered, we'll say six to one, and he locks the door so <laughs> I can't get out, I'm gonna be like, "Whoa, whoa, we need to really talk." Either he's high or he's about to fuck me up. That's exactly what happened though, cause uh, cause he was like walking away, cause he told him to you know basically beat it. <laughs> my, it was so funny to me, cause like Chicago was like, yeah, don't you ever ever. And then as soon as he got that second ever out, he flips that open sign closed, 
everyone gets silent, dude. That shit was hilarious. And he but you know what's really funny? Like, mm-hmm. even though the door the door was locked, right? I think he locked it. I think he flipped How it. How do people didn't... keep getting out? I think somebody, you know, they unlocked. Come on, bro. It's, it, this movie, it's not, it's not really focusing on that stuff, man. But um, So let me ask you guys a question. How many people do you think you could successfully defend yourself against? How, like how grown people? Yeah, or we talking yeah, children not, here? Not, not, not children. Not children. Well, we'll do both. We'll okay. do both. Full grown men, how many do you think you could successfully defend? Now, I say win, just defend yourself against. Like, how long would I hold out? Like, like what's the capacity? So, like, I, I would say two minutes. Two minutes. I'm going to say probably two people. <laughs> two yeah, people. I was like, not even two. I've gotten beat up by two people at the same time before. <laughs> okay, now, children. How many kindergartners do you think you could take in a brawl? 38. <laughs> <I> like, <laughs> it scares me that you're so precise. Because <laughs> I start getting tired. Night bastard had yeah, I get tired by, by 30, and then I'll start counting, like, how many did I knock out? And then I'll start getting kind of winded. You know, because you, you know how, like, <laughs> when you're doing your max and you're lifting weights or something and you think too much about it, you can't get it. Because then I'll start yeah. thinking, okay, I got to get to 40, and I'll be too short. I got you. No pun Yeah, I think about 20 or 30 sounds about right because swinging your arms and kicking, you get tired real quick. Nah, it's, all, it's all precise throat kicks, bro. Real easy. Yeah. Real easy. Yeah, they're all underdeveloped, so you got a pretty good chance. Yeah, look like a Russian dance just in one direction towards children. That's how it's all. <laughs> so uh, one, of the, one of the bad guys pulls a gun out on Black Dynamite as Chicago Wind gets away. And Bullhorn, where he comes from, I don't know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He uh, judo chops the gun, tells Black Dynamite to get out of here, and then he proceeds to uh, have a fight with this big guy. <laughs> then he, what he slaps him or something? Yeah, and then yeah. He gets real. The big guy gets real serious and they have to switch. Yeah, he breaks the character know? like motherfucker, and they cut him off <laughs> and put some <laughs> light skin dude in actor. there. Yeah, he beats the shit out of his ass though. No problem. <laughs> Every time, on, I see, every time I see switches like that, I always think about Fresh Prince and how Ooh. they just changed Aunt Viv and acted like no one was supposed to notice. They brought it up once. She's like, she like four shades lighter than the original. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Different hair, different voice, different everything, dude. I was like, what the fuck happened, dude? But, um, god damn. So, like, <laughs> we get Another the chase scene. We get the car chase scene, and literally, <laughs> Chicago Wind gets away, but he. <laughs> He looks back and just steady talking shit the whole time. He look he's looking time. back for at least a good five minutes. It was a good minute. It was again like, don't you ever ever. <laughs> and he and just goes off, off a cliff. <laughs> and this is what Chips is talking. I mean, John's talking about with the car blowing up mid air. Like, <laughs> like oh, I didn't even think about that. You're eating all that shit. It ain't gonna be like casino. You're not gonna live from that shit. You know, what I think it is. It's because I, 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 you know, we've all. I don't know if you guys have, but I've lit gasoline on fire just to see what would happen. Yeah, that shit is hard to put out. Like that's why I don't get the cigarette thing. Because if that Ooh. shit were to get on you, what the fuck you're are you fucked. Doing? What? So the mob wants Black Dynamite dead, and they want him dead now. Right. Apparently, because he's fucking up their business. That's old boy from um the guy to play Rocco and uh. He's been in a bunch of shit. In, uh, Last Dragon. Yeah, he's been in a bunch of shit. I, was that a speech impediment, or was he doing that on purpose? Tell I think he was doing it on purpose. I want him. I think dead. Like Jesus, bro. But um, his family did. So we jump to the uh, crooked congressman. That's one thing about this story. It's convoluted as fuck because there's so many, so many villains, so many layers, and there's so yeah, so many different. Who you never like, never see that guy again? Who? 
the crooked congressman. You do is just really when I'll, I'll tell you because it, it, okay. they, they breeze by it so fast, <laughs> which you thought he'll have more. We'll get to that. So we got the crooked congressman James uh, basically sitting there while uh, we got this activist Gloria who looks really similar to uh, Pam Greer that uh, Black yeah. pointed out to me uh, before we did this. And she's out there, you know, like, you know, speaking that truth. Nobody's really trying to hear it. And I love how the congressman looks at his boy. He's like, watch me flip this shit. <laughs> I was just like, oh, 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 no. And he goes up there and he fucking, he fucking hits him with the, the Martin Luther King rhetoric. And y'all know me. And, and rhymes and, 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 and totally gets over and flips it back in his favor, which is really fucked up and true. How things can be sometimes. But, uh. <laughs> Black Dynamite's there and she's walking by. She's already salty and mad and shit. And Black Dynamite tells her, you know, well, you know, you can't really reach these folks unless you can put it to a beat. You know, that really nice conversation there. But uh, she gets mad and she, uh, what, did, what did she say? She called him uh, Tom Slick and uh, saying some handsome guy, I think, coming there with a smile. You think you can just, you know, get what you want. And he totally put her on blast. He's like, well, I don't know about Tom Slick, but I appreciate the compliment. <laughs> <laughs> Threw her off. That was Mr. Slick. Threw her off again. Then she's like, well, where's the smile? <laughs> and he's, I am smiling. Oh, God. He has a perma mug on his face at all times. That shit was brilliant. And, it's funny because uh, he actually does smile in this movie. Yes. After he fucks somebody up really bad. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so uh, they move on. And he finds out, uh, I think he went to, oh yeah, this is where he follows, because um, she was a Black Panther, I think. Mm -hmm. And he follows them all to the uh, Black Panther little compound deal, and he meets up with uh, Saeed. But he got he got stopped by uh, the character's actual names in Militant 1 and Militant 2, and they were giving him shit the whole time. Militant 2 has a knack of reading out his direction <laughs> in his lines. So it was when he was like, when uh, Black Diamond asked who's the leader here, uh, Militant 2 was like, sarcastically, I am. <laughs> sarcastically. <laughs> and he keeps doing it. He reads out. I, I like uh, I like earlier when uh, he's just following them, he just casually walks into the room. He's like, how'd you get in here? I, I walked in. <laughs> yeah, he looks so confused. He's like, uh, I just walked in here. And then uh, he's like, hey, your survival skills ain't worth a damn. And Saeed shows up. And they're talking, they dap him up. And uh, Chris Spencer, who's a uh, uh, militant number one, uh, called him, a, what do you call him? He called him Uncle Tom. And this is another solid good scene for me, dude. And uh, <laughs> he, call, he calls him Uncle Tom. Black Panther gets in his face. I mean, Black uh, Dynamite gets in his face. And it's like, I'm blacker than the ace of spades. And whenever your <laughs> so-called so uh, revolution begins, I'll be out there in the front line showing you how it's done. He's like, uh, <laughs> what do you say? Um, he said, but, uh, but next time, shut the fuck up when grown man's talking. And uh, <laughs> so Billiton won. It looks like he's about to sort of talk shit because he folds his arm like, whatever, bro. The whole time he's talking, he gets in black down on his face. He's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so sincerely. <laughs> that is one of the most rewindable scenes ever for me, dude. Because I wasn't ready for, I was not ready for that apology at all, dog. He was so done with it. I'm, I'm sorry. So they find out the bullet's a government issue. So the plot thickens or it gets more convoluted, however you want to look at this. And he also finds yeah. out, um, he goes back to O'Leary and shit, you know, kind of shakes him down, throws a bullet at him. And uh, he finds out that Jimmy was actually an undercover cop trying to be just like his brother, Black Dynamite. 
And then by that, I might try and do some some good ass bad acting, <laughs> looking off in the sky. Why didn't you tell me, Jimmy? <laughs> don't they give him his license to kill? Oh yeah, they should never. Okay, well, uh, r- r- remind me to to bring this up again, because because mm-hmm. it makes no sense. Why would you do like? Why would you give him that if you are who you are? But regardless, I was gonna ask, what's the difference? I had to look it up. Do y'all know the difference between the CIA and the FBI? Um, no, I do not. I just I think, it's, it's, doesn't hmm? doesn't the uh, one of them doesn't have like jurisdiction outside of the country or something and Correct. the other does. The FBI is domestic. The CIA is foreign. Mm. Yeah, for spying. I didn't know that. I was like, oh, okay, okay. It actually makes perfect sense. How do you get into the CIA? Like you know, you go on, actually, you go on indeed.com actually, and apply. Actually, a coworker of mine ended up getting into the. Um, I can't remember if it was the CIA or the FBI, but you go through like this extensive background check. And when I'm talking about extensive, they pretty much like review everything about your entire family, your neighbors, the people you work with. Like they go through your entire background. I think if you have like anything, like even if you smoked weed in 1986, I don't know if you'd make it in. Kind of somebody shit. was watching you the whole time. Good lord. Yeah, I'm I'm doomed. I couldn't do it. So basically just don't do And they do hair follicle. I was like, Jesus Christ. Oof. I mean, I could pass drug tests and everything. Oh but... no, I got dreadlocks, so ah, there you go. You're automatically out. <laughs> yeah, somewhere in there. Somewhere in there you did it. <laughs> yeah, some THC just still floating just around. Just lost. Just starving. <laughs> it's like in a barren wasteland, just in a fetal position. Like, where is everybody? Moving on. So why does he go to his brother's house? Again? He goes to his brother's house because he found out that he was a CIA CIA agent. So he was trying to see if he could find any clues. Okay. And we get another dope ass song, basically explaining exactly what Black Dynamite's doing. Literally, literally called Jim, somebody broke into Jimmy's apartment. That's literally the name of the song. And uh, <laughs> so that is amazing. he gets ambushed, and like this is so awesome because these two guys literally got the drop on him, and they both had semi-autos, and they just open fire on Black Dynamite, and he gets hit. And they glaze him. He get hit once in, in the, the shoulder. Oh, uh, and he and he proceeded. I think he shot his uh, six-shot revolver fifteen to sixteen times. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm not. That. I'm not joking. Like he literally, he, he literally, and he was slaughtering That's people. Fucking hilarious. So they get away, and he's like, you know, kind of like he's literally holding his arm as if he got punched. It's fucking awesome. Like it's it's just a minor inconvenience to him. Exactly. Who wants to talk about this doctor <laughs> visit? Um. Yeah, he goes in there, and uh... he's sucking on a nice, great big titty. <laughs> no, that's what. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't and then the doc, doctor walks in on him, and he's like, "Oh, black dynamite! I mean, really?" That's exactly and, how he sounded. Like he goes, "Man, you you sent her in here with them titties." That's a, that's a fact. So, facts. We didn't talk about this. Um, the first three chicks that were getting knocked down, I know uh, all three of them were porn stars. <clears throat> One name was Erica Vushin. Mm-hmm. 
What are the other two? The Asian and the white. The chick? other ones are called because I did extensive research on this after you told me. We got Charlotte Stokely, Erica Vuitton, Stacey Adams, and Charmaine Star. Right, Stacey and Adams and Jolie. Those are such porn star names. Yes, Charmaine Star was the Asian chick. Right, I think uh, yeah. Charlie Stark. Charlotte Stark Stokely was a white chick. Erica Vuitton. I'm not sure. I think she was the black chick in the beginning. Yes, you're correct. Yeah. And uh, Stacey Adams was the nurse with the big old breasts. Who the fuck was... Uh, didn't you name a fourth one? Uh, let me see. I no, guess. that was just extra credit. A recent extra credit. Anyway. My browser feed. Yeah, yeah. He just <laughs> bled into it. So after that, I think the Pam Greer lookalike comes in with a, an overdose kid. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And that she doesn't want to talk about, doesn't want... Uh, Black Dynamite's help. But then he realized that the kid came from the orphanage. <laughs> the orphanage! Where Black Dynamite had so many bad experiences. I was an orphan. He really cares about... He was an orphan, apparently. <laughs> and uh, Actually, all I, these... think he, I think he was. Because his mom... Was, he was fairly young when uh, his mom died. So I guess he was. Are we, talking, are we talking about in real life? Or are we talking about in fake Dynamite life? No, no we're talking about Dynamite life. Oh, okay. And so they go sensitive. they go to the orphanage and all the kids are all strung out <laughs> on smack. One one of them comes up to him and he goes something like, You dealing, brother? <laughs> then he tried to flip one of the girls to make some money. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my god. And he shook the what, shit out of that kid. Well, he had to shake that poisonous shit out of his body. <laughs> and then I like how he was like, I'll shake this out your body if I have to. And then Gloria's like, We already tried that. <laughs> <laughs> I also like how the orphanage was literally named the orphanage. Did y'all catch that? <laughs> and, you, and you do realize that even though it's bigger than you, or it's bigger than <laughs> me, it's not bigger than you and, and me. me. You dig? Whoo, boy. Uh, 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 <laughs> but yeah, he's super like, sensitive about the about the orphanage and the children, dude. So like, he he takes. He was really upset. He but takes, they definitely take that. They definitely take that into the cartoon as well. Yes. He's always talking about the fucking orphanage. Awesome. Uh, so, <laughs> so they cut scenes and they take a trip to... There was some kind of... What did she say about, do you need a ride home? No. No. She was, okay, I'll drive you. No, it was like, uh, no, he's like, you, you need a ride home? No, I'm going I'm going up the street to eat. He's like, oh, I'll drive mm. you. And, okay. Uh, they go to Chili's and Chili and Donuts. Yeah, Roscoe Ro- Chili Roscoe's and Chili and Donuts. <laughs> I just put a uh, shout, shout out to Roscoe. But uh, yeah, dude, so <laughs> this donut... It, this guy in a donut suit and he's like walking behind Gloria all shifty eyed and shit he's wearing shades and he clearly has a suit on so you know something's about to go down but uh Dynamite Peeps game is shoots him and the way that he fucking falls dude <laughs> that's probably the hardest I laughed in this movie <laughs> he felt like a you know like he drop a like it's a hubcap and it does a little little wobble thing yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was hilarious cause his legs were sticking out of the donut costume while it was wobbling around <laughs> <laughs> and then it was a huge shootout. So he uses him as cover. And I'm like, dude, I, I felt like this is being undersold because this is really fucking ridiculous. <laughs> so he's using- and again, it's the, it's the little sight gags like the donut. And in this same scene, when when the other gangsters or whatever, they pull, they're pull they pulling up, the driver like forgets to put it in brake in the car. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and the whole time he's like shooting, but trying to put it in park. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that shit was so stupid. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, right down to my him, and she's like, how did you know that uh, it was a trap? He's like, easy. Donuts don't wear gators. 
<laughs> Gator boots. So so after that, he drops uh, old Pam Greer off at the whole house. Yes, for safety measures for, for safety. Uh, and this is hilarious because he's sitting there, he's talking all these sweet nothings to her, and then uh, was it Euphoria comes out the background, <laughs> yeah. and I don't even want to describe the scene because I can't do it justice. She would totally have to see it. Dynamite, are you sure about this? Maybe we should just call the police. No, Mama. You could bet your sweet ass and half a titty whoever put that hit out on you already got the cops in their back pocket. You be cool, Mama. Be here. Keep your tight and out of sight. I'm going to shake the tree from the roots and rake up the fruits. Rip it up out the ground. Find out what's going down. Don't worry about tomorrow, Mama, because tonight... Dynamite's going to make everything all right. Euphoria, shut the fuck up! I know that was you, I ain't even gotta look! I should send your ass back to Crenshaw Pete with his hot-ass coat hangers, bitch! Would you like that? And she walked away all scared, and, like, the reaction on Kim Whitley's face of sheer fear. And Gloria, like, oh, snap. But then when they cut to Black Dynamite's face, the look he had in his eye, dude, I lost it, bro. <laughs> he looked like he was somewhere else, dude. It was so scary. To... It was that insane rage. Like, why are you so mad at her? Because <laughs> yeah, because he had to bring it back, which was so awkward, dude. Because he was like, he was pissed. It was so fucking funny, dude. <laughs> and that was you. Oh, I ain't got to look. But just the way the way that he did it. And it was so out of character almost because he's like, he's really chill. Like he knows he doesn't really just lose composure ever, dude. But with just Euphoria's <laughs> bitch ass, he totally snapped. <laughs> dude, no reason. Uh, I <laughs> dislike this woman so much. Uh, not at all. Uh, <laughs> and it was so unexpected because, like, when this scene came on, I wasn't, re- I was paying attention, but not really because I was like, oh, he's just going to finish up his rap. And then it just explodes. <laughs> oh, it was amazing. It was fucking amazing, dude. So then they cut over to uh, oh, the player's ball. Yes, sir. Uh, they just cameos galore, dude. We oh, got a boy, Arsenio Hall, is Tasty Freeze, just doing the classic. Basically, I just realized every every like voice that Donaldson does that's the same person is all Tasty Freeze. I just realized that now. Everyone sounds like Tasty Freeze that uh, Black does as an impression. The game is at an all time low. Never in the history of the game has there been such devastation. I can believe it. Because you hear it. (laughs) (laughs) So you got him, you got Bokeem Woodbine uh, as a great actor, by the way. Great actor. Fargo season two, he's always in it. Oh, yeah. He's like one of the main characters in season two. That's good, man. Because he he wasn't, he's only been, I remember him from Jason's lyric. It was like the first time I seen him, but I think the only other movie past that Fargo deal he was doing was a uh, Devil, that uh, M Night Shyamalan movie about the the killer elevator. Oh yeah, that movie mm. was weird. He's gonna be the shocker though in uh, uh the new Spider Man flick. Oh cool, that's something, man. At least he's in the Marvel universe because that, that it isn't. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't Shocker kind of a joke in the comics or something? Yes, yes he is. Yes he is. Uh. Yeah, but who better to play that than Bokeem Woodbine? Good for him. Yeah, man. Get get that man some work because he knows how to fucking act. Uh, He was there. um, Brian McKnight was somewhere around in there. Um, John Sally. Yeah. Uh, That that, that Munez guy, that Carl Munez, the guy that played Juana Man, he's in there. Uh, My boy Cedric Yarbrough, I fucking love that guy. He was Chocolate Giddy Up. (laughs) 
Chocolate giddy up. Oh my god. <laughs> the guy from Reno 911. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking love I like you like the guy. I think he's one of my favorites, yeah, cuz he uh he kills it on the Boondocks as uh, t- uh Tom fucking kills it. And and Stink Meaner actually. He plays him too. He, he does his voice. But uh who else? Now that I didn't know. Uh who else who else was in there? Um it was a lot it was a lot of oh uh uh goddamn Baba Tunde like over Baba Tunde. Boondocks took such a dive. That's because well, I last. Co- I know because yeah. the guy left, but it yeah. was noticeable. Like, yeah. it wasn't funny at all. Yeah, I think I saw the first season, and first season was righteous, man. That shit was so funny. I think the first yeah. two are worth it. Three, I think, is when he wasn't on no more. But yeah, I, I yeah. still have the DVDs, dude. Like, to this day, I'm not giving those up. Um, yeah. So basically, the Pimp Council, you know, talking about how uh, you know <laughs> the game is low. Is at its lowest of the low. Uh, Even Captain Kangaroo Pimp wasn't getting hosed like he boy. used to. Captain Kangaroo. The the main pimp, um, I think his last name is Bubba Tunde. Mm-hmm. I think Oba Bubba Tunde, I think is his name. And, uh, you know, he was doing the pimp thing like almost like he's familiar with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. A little I, too familiar. I love how the uh, he got scientific on him because he's like, this world's going to just keep spinning around. Until the core heats up and the, <laughs> the earth goes off its axis and explodes in the cosmic dust. Wait, have you ever been cornered by somebody like that in a bar mm-hmm. or at work? And you're sitting there like, man, shut the fuck up. That's because you're going to Carol's, homie. That's why you got Oh, man. No, don't, don't be jealous. I can take you. I can take you. Carol's <laughs> is, is a hotbed of overtired oh, pimps. Uh, and overtired hoes, too. Um, <laughs> so Black Dynamite just rolls up in that bitch. Oh, because uh, uh, Bokeem Woodbine's character, who was, I think, uh, either, it was Backhand Jack, but they fuck up his name in the credits and called him Blackhand Jack, which I don't know which one I prefer, prefer, but Backhand Jack is funnier. Yeah, I like that one. But he's like, you know, hey, man, I got to get back on, you know, selling selling drugs and shit, because, you know, ain't enough hoes right now. Mm -hmm. I mean, ain't enough uh, uh, tricks to get these hoes. So Black Diamond rolls up in the piece and says, hey, you know, the pimp game's cool, but y'all selling drugs, y'all gonna have a problem with me. And Chocolate Giddy was like, but Black Dynamite, I sell drugs in the community. (laughs) (laughs) The sheer concern of like, oh no. (laughs) Yeah, seriously, we are butchering these lines because they're deliberate. We can't do them in justice. I'm going to try to, hopefully hopefully I can get them in. Hopefully I can get them in and post, dog. But just... Oh, just because Chocolate Giddy Up has nothing but respect for Black Dynamite and does not want a piece of him. <laughs> that's why I identify him. With, that's why I identify him with so much. He's like, oh no, that's my livelihood, Black Dynamite. Please, <laughs> and he leaves, and like <laughs> Chocolate Giddy Up takes off his hat. He's like, goodbye, Black Dynamite. And like, boy, stop it, stop kissing his ass. Oh, Jesus Christ. So this uh, is when he wages his war on drugs. Yep, I just put. Uh, oh, well, well, he runs into cream corn because cream corn um, was actually at the the conference. He tried to duck out, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, Black Dynamite found him, <clears throat> and uh, Bullhorn was at the conference too. So mm-hmm. all of them were talking about teaming up and like you know, because uh, cream corn was going to give them all the intel, and they were to get things together and do it. So we literally get a cleaning up the streets montage. <laughs> this this song went hard. Dynamite and 
is where you missed it, dude. Because uh, the song pretty much explains what he did in the montage. Yeah, it was just describing what he was doing. Yeah, he literally, he literally fucking like literally tells the story of what happened. So the reason you didn't you didn't see the congressman again because he got he him the evil boss who wanted him dead in the mob Raffelli, all of them got wrapped up nice and neat in that montage just like that. Mm-hmm. It happened so fast because <laughs> like uh, and I felt like they saved maybe uh, thirty minutes of a movie handling that situation. Uh, I love at the end when he's in the helicopter laughing and then they cut to the next scene where he's walking he's back still to the face. He's still laughing. Dude, it's so fucked up because like what happened was, uh, okay, so so uh, the, the politician got exposed. He put him out on blast. Uh, they go to this banquet. All the kung fu bitches come out. <laughs> uh, that, and they're uh, all just chopping wildly at the air. <laughs> <laughs> just beating the shit out of everybody. <laughs> And and, and Raffaele tries to escape in the car, and uh, Black Dynamite uses a fucking uh, magnet in a helicopter to like pull him off the air and throw him, <laughs> and you get the same clip of Chicago Wind dying. <laughs> the same, <laughs> and uh, that, that, yeah. So and, and Dynamite is just rolling, dude, and like it's almost scary because he's never laughed like that ever, like a maniac. And it, <laughs> it took somebody dying horrifically, and he's just fucking crying, he's laughing, dude. jolly good time. And um, you know, you think it's over in a sense, and like in and. You know, improper storytelling, that should have been it. You know, like, uh, instead of doing a montage, the whole interrupting the banquet, having the bitches come out, taking down Raffelli, that should have been the movie. <laughs> but, it's, but It really could have been. But it's not. But no. No, no, it's deeper. It gets deeper than that. And and a part of me kind of doesn't, in a, in a, in a, in a, if you want to make the movie nice and neat, I felt like they could have just dwelled into that more and left out the stuff that we're about to talk about now. Yeah, I think like the last quarter of the movie was the weakest part. Yeah, it kind of lost momentum. Like I appreciated some of the stuff I saw, but I felt like you could have just saved that energy for the sequel. But I felt like they knew that they had to get all this in at once. You know what I mean? Like I felt like they. It's kind of like a double disc CD. It's like, man, if you had just made this one CD, right, it would have been gold. But I think they knew they were on borrowed time. Like we might not, we might not get another chance to get anything else out. So let's just get it all in. You know. So, um, but it was still funny. <laughs> like, like the rest. Yeah, of the- oh, yeah. Don't get us wrong. It's still a solid, really solid uh, movie. But it did lose the momentum. Last, yeah, it, it, last uh, quarter, maybe a little weaker. Yeah, like the last like twenty minutes. Or What's so. the total runtime of the movie? A buck twenty four, dude. And I thought it was um not even an hour and a half. Yeah, I th- I thought it was two hours. Mind mm-hmm. you, I was on some um, time altering substances. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when I saw this. As many times as I did. So things seem longer. <clears throat> Moving on. But, uh, nah, dude, so, so the, the streets are clean, and then we have a date between, uh, you know, Gloria and Black Dynamite, which I thought was weird. I was like, why is this happening right now? I was like, fuck it, I'm, I'm down. So, uh, you ever, if you ever notice, like, Black, you know, Black Dynamite, he kind of turns weird. At first, you think it's just because he's stiff, but, like, literally, Michael J. White was playing Ferrante Jones. <laughs> Playing Black Dynamite, Fronte Jones. Oh, Fronte Jones is a fictional uh, person in his head uh, who used to play for the Colts, but he got his neck broken, so he can't turn to the left properly. Like there's literally some like some head cannon that he made for himself as he did this uh, role. I, speaking of a little side story, uh, off topic. Yeah. I knew a guy who who had the fucking. Uh, he broke his neck. He had the neck bolts and the fucking cage around his head. Oh Jesus! And uh, he turned just like that. 
So he could not turn. And then this one time we were we were outside, we were smoking or whatever. And uh, it was me, me and a group of friends and this guy were smoking. And then uh, I was just watching this guy because it was so hilarious, but sad at the same time how he would turn like a fucking Frankenstein. And then we were going inside and then he hits his fucking head cage thing against like the the door jab. And I could hear him go. I swear to God, he went just like this in pain. It was the funniest fucking thing I'd ever heard in my life. It's fucked up. <laughs> it's messed up. It's fucked up. I'm pretty sure I would have cracked up. Was he an asshole at least? No, no, he's oh. a cool dude, but um, I just couldn't it's help evil. it the way he Oh fuck. Is that really <laughs> <laughs> so dirty. Because he wasn't ready, dude. He wasn't ready. That's oh, like he, he, caught, he caught the edge of that shit. That's that's the yeah. worst. Poor bastard. So yeah. so like Gloria's uh, you know, taking him out on a date and he and and Black, you want to talk about this scene where they're frolicking? Oh, it's just it's just hilarious because um, Black Dynamite is obviously not a move. She's like running around in circles, and he's just standing there like, "What, what, bit, what yeah, the fuck are you to doing?" Playful, trying to playfully frolic with Black it's, it's, Dynamite. It's only fun. <laughs> well, no, it doesn't even have to be Black Dynamite. I think all men feel like this internally yes. when a woman's playing too much, and you're like, "Hey." Sit the fuck down. All right? <laughs> Jesus Christ, what the fuck is wrong with you? I just got off work. All right, I'm not. I'm not in the mood for this place. <laughs> and that's what made it so funny to me because I I connected. Yes, especially the part where he kind of like took a deep breath, like, all right, let me just try. Like, I'm like ooh, look at this. He, oh. he did like three stutter steps. Like, all right, all right, we're doing let's it. Fro- we're gonna fro- we're gonna frolic. Okay, let's let's get this over with. So I like before before this when she goes, uh, Black Dynamite, you cleaned up the streets, and he says, "There's no I in revolution in team." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he also runs silly, into uh, silly little girl. To, There's uh, plenty yeah. of cats named Black Dynamite. <laughs> that girl name was Brick Waller for Christ's sake, Jesus. <laughs> it's like, yeah, my dad named Black Dynamite too. What's up, little girls? <laughs> <laughs> so you know, she had a nice day. I like how she's um. In some nice evening wear, talking about like, well, I should go. She totally wanted to bone him. Well, she's like, I should go. He's like, it's safer to stay here. And she <laughs> she had this little monologue about her cookie, and it cracked me up. But he's like, uh, you can hear the sheets of the streets, baby. <laughs> no matter to me, but you could come, <laughs> you could come, and you can go. You dig? And I was like, damn, that's some dope lines. And they got to fucking, and we got hit this the streets or hit the sheets. And then we got this um, goofy ass uh, cartoon. Uh, kind of zodiac map out of how they fucked and what all they did, it was, which was a lot. It was a lot. So we got some cartoons. That was kind of out of place. I don't know if I like that animated part. It was goofy, but it's like uh, I felt like I've seen that poster before. Like the two people with afros and the chick got giant ass and titties, and, <laughs> and like each us. I, I really felt like I've seen that black light deal. No, like that, no, it exists. It, it exists. I think I used to see it at a hot topic and shit like that. Yeah, I, I think it's, it's a callback to that deal. Like it, it was, yeah. it was out of place, but it was like you know just staying the seventies theme, so it wasn't that that bad. And yeah. uh, I felt like Gloria had some class about it, and she wouldn't show her tits in the movie. That's, why That's I what I was. I was just mad that I was like, I actually have in my notes that said, "Let me see them today." Nah, she got, she got some respect. That's why they hired like, like they, like Dave Chappelle. Come on, titty boy, and it and it worked. And I've had that happen to me before. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, it's an amazing feeling when what you want happens. Like it's a hot chick, and she drops something, and she has to bend over in front of you. She don't have to bend over. She could have just kicked it around, or you know squat down and got it but she bends all the way over 
Nice little uh, that's God smiling down on you. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> so they attack a warehouse because okay. uh, they're, they're still, you know, they're still cleaning up the streets, but they're just, you know, getting the remnants of what's left. And uh, Black Dynamite, the whole crew, which uh, comprised of Cream Corn, uh, Saeed, Militant One and Two, and uh, Bullhorn. Oh, and um, I think Gunsmoke. Yeah. They hired a guy because needed a blowtorch because they were planning out some other shit uh, to do, like, one more warehouse attack. And uh, they hired yeah. a dude named... What was that guy's name? It was Gunsmoke. Gunsmoke, okay. Yeah, he was a big, badass dude, a huge guy. Suge Knight-looking. Yeah, fucking rope always around his chest. Like, that's how you know he's, he's a badass. And uh, so they go in there, and they just fucking wreck shop, dude, as they do. And they only find, you know, Anaconda malt liquor. They're like, okay, what's and they can't they can't figure out why that's all they have there. Well, yeah, and then some. No, they, they white found guy. like some heroin. They found like some small heroin. Oh god, that okay, white, <laughs> that white guy. You coons! Oh boy, why they kept doing it? Because he got cracked in the fucking. <laughs> you know what? I, I got to give props to him because I felt like he, like he knew what they wanted out of him, and he gave it to him. He was like the no, perfect, stereotypical hateful white guy, and uh. Uh, that boy Gunsmoke hit him with some true serum. <laughs> I like how without true serum, he referred to him as coons. But once he hit him with that yeah. true serum, that nigger came out quick. <laughs> couldn't even couldn't even hold it. Couldn't back. hold it in, dude. He's like, Cold Kansas. Cold Kansas is going to fix you niggas real good. Yeah, Cold Kansas. And then he, I think he dies because he ODs on true serum. <laughs> Gunsmoke accidentally killed his ass. But Gunsmoke is hype. Because they got some drugs and shut that down, but he took some of them all looking for himself. He's like, this is delicious. And he bounces out. And he's just and he said he, he's steady drinking it the whole time. Oh my god, he's murdering the shit, dog. So we get uh I think oh, I I'll just put L O L. I say breakdown of the plot. Like they uh they were at the um <laughs> Now see, now there's an Easter egg right here that a lot of people don't notice. Mm. If you look in the background, there's a lady eating M and M's. And what do M&M's do? They melt, they, melt. they melt in your mouth. Okay, all right. Which was made by the Mars Company, who is the Roman god of war. Dude, but the Greek god of war was Ares. So if you take Mars, spell that backwards, drop the S, what do you get? Ram, ram, ram. Ram, which is the zodiac sign for Ares. And Ares' half-sister is Athena. Okay. Athena? Athens? The capital of Greece? Dude, but in Greece, all zodiac signs created was in uh, 785 BC, man. And 785 is the area code for Topeka, Kansas. Spelled backwards is Snake Doc. Oh, shit. Who was the demigod of medicine who believed that snakes' tongues have powers. Now, what is the legendary myth involving snakes in both Greek and Roman mythology? Oh, man. Uh, Ecclesi's father, Apollo, was killing a big-ass snake down at Delphi. And the biggest snake in the world is the South American anaconda, which leads you to anaconda malt liquor, which gives you what? Woo! <laughs> now, who says woo? Little Richard. So anaconda gives, gives you a little, you little dick. Oh. That was Masterpiece <laughs> Theater of Cult 45. What would you do? What, what was that drink that they said gave you like a low sperm count? I think that was either was Mountain like, Dew or Surge. I think it was Mountain Dew because it was green 40 or yellow. It was yellow 15 or some some shit like that, they yeah, said. Isn't that, uh, some urban legend about the dyes in the... Yeah. 
drink. I, and as a kid, I was like so afraid to drink that shit because I thought my, my wiener was going to fall off. Until I realized I didn't want any kids and I should have been drinking oh, that dude, shit by I the boatloads. Destroying Mountain Dews because I was like, I don't want no fucking kids, bro. So let's do it. Even though I was not having sex at all. <laughs> I, I know, right? <laughs> I ain't pregnant no broad. Near next to Coochie. Totally trying to go raw dog because I drank Mountain Dew. It, it, it wasn't. It wasn't a good scene. All the illegitimate children but, I had. But I, I like how they go to gun smoke. They run over frantically to yeah. gun smoke. <laughs> and they see him with his little dick out. And they're like, should we kill him? Do you want to die? But, like, so that was so look, definite. it was the best because Bullhorn was like, like do you, do you want to live? Do you want to go on? <laughs> Did you know that um, cause they, they showed the fake dick. Uh, look, itty bitty tiny dick. You, you know that was a baby pacifier? No, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, it was a baby pacifier that they uh, painted up and dolled up into a dick. Those diabolical dick shrinking. <laughs> That's actual. Quote. And this scene, this scene was very concerning to me because I drink a lot of King Cobra malt liquor. Mm-hmm. That's concerning to me. That's just bad for your health. Your dick's probably fine. But and yeah. hey, hey, you know what? Uh, it, it's it's a myth. I can confirm. You just get more girth from uh, your swollen <laughs> kidneys. <laughs> oh, it's, so. it's just alcohol blow. I'm just so bloated from all the alcohol. All right. So Gunsmoke gets mercy killed, and we get uh, one final raid attack in vengeance to the uh, to the actual plot uh, that's being done, even though it wasn't. <laughs> this shit was bouncing everywhere. His story bounced all over the place, but I felt like those movies did do that to a certain degree, so it's, it's par for the course. But... um. So we get the last raid attack where they're uh, they're trying to shut everything down. I probably repeated myself, but uh, O'Leary gets to jump on um, Dynamite, revealing that he's a traitor. Now this is what I was talking about earlier. If you were backstabbing him this whole time, why would you give him the license to kill? No clue. Huge plot hole. Like it might have been on purpose. It, yeah, in this movie, I, you know, I mean the the term plot hole. You mean don't even bother. I mean, true, but it's just like it just. I felt like they didn't plan on O'Leary turning on him. You know what I mean? Cause I felt like the movie should have been over with with uh, Raffelli. So it was yeah. just like this whole new deal here. But regardless of the fact, I guess, but, or maybe, no, you know what? He probably gave him the license to kill just thinking that he would think he was done and leave it at that. So he's probably like trying to, you know, it was like a, uh, it was a gamble. So I, I, right. I'll, I'll go with that. So we get this plot of uh, fiendish Dr. Wu because <laughs> it gets deeper. Because, uh, oh God, I forgot about the fake out. He totally has to drop on Black Dynamite. <laughs> Black Dynamite pretends he gets shot falls down. Oh, hits him with the old fake shot from Nam. (gasps) The way that he did it, the way he lazily picked the gun up off the ground and shot him was fucking hilarious, bro. (laughs) We call it the birthday candle trick, just when you think it's out. So O'Leary dies, and uh, they gotta go to Kung Fu Island. (laughs) (laughs) I put in my notes, the entire squad gets shredded, dude, because they're they're walking, they they, they make it to Kung Fu Island, they're walking in the warehouse, dude, and uh, who saw that coming? <laughs> yeah, fucking militant two <laughs> pulls out picture, and he uh, shows his family and is like, "Yeah, we're gonna do things and all this other shit." And he gets speared to the chest. When I get back, he, he tell, when I get back home, yeah, man, I don't know what you guys are gonna do when y'all get back home. When I get back home, for at least a good mm, thirty seconds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when he dies, it's, it's it, it literally shit hits the fan. So, like, you know, everybody's just, just dropping like flies. Saeed, Middleton, one, two. All of them just getting murdered, dude. And uh, Cream Corn gets injured. He gets his hand hit with a shuriken. So, he's, like, kind of down but not out. 
we see Phoenix Dr. Rude with all his fucking cronies show up. And poor Bullhorn, dude, trying to step up for his boy. Yep, gets killed by some kung fu treachery. It's a, it's a, it's a great <laughs> line, dude. <laughs> At long last, years of friendship has been put in by kung fu treachery. <laughs> Dr. <laughs> Wu, you done fucked up now. That's, that's when the guy real. So we just got some, I mean, dude, ah, man, Michael John White can whoop some ass, bro. You just get legit martial arts attacks this whole time. It's so... So well choreographed. It was. It, that's the only reason why I don't really poo-poo on uh, the Kung Fu Island scene because at least you know he got to do his thing. And I felt yeah. like I felt like the the, the I think Doctor Wu was one of his homeboys that did he did stunts with, and that one dude with mm-hmm. that dumb fucking face in the background, that bald headed guy. Oh yeah. yeah, Jesus! But he's he's a like you 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 have seen him before. Like he's in a lot of movies as like that you know the Asian guy that's in the stunts. But he always had that same stupid ass face, man. God damn him. So they're battling and like Wu grabs that boomerang and throws it like a bitch one last time and laughs and runs out. <laughs> Dynamite ducks it. You know, he pursues Wu. And uh, <laughs> it's a pretty funny scene where one of the guys is standing behind Dr. Wu and he's like, what the fuck? Like, go get him. <laughs> and the guy loses his eyes and uh, he pokes his eyes. You see where I'm coming from now, motherfucker? pokes out his eyes and throws him at, at Dr. Wu and like when Wu tries to escape he has the uh I guess the formula whatever in his uh briefcase and he, he uh, loses his arm by the boomerang and he's like I threw it before I walked in the room and kicks the shit out of him dog you know now he interrogates him to further convolute the plot finding out that it goes all the way to the top to the goddamn presidency so oh tricky dick I still call Bull. I mean, I wish they would have found a more clever way of killing uh, Doctor Wu off. But basically, he, Black Number just just uh, lights his arm on fire and just throws it on Doctor Wu, and that like that literally kills him, which I, I call so much BS. <laughs> so they found a helicopter when they were trying to escape, and Cream Corn was there. Oh, I forgot about that. And he's like, uh, he's like, man, like how you know how to fly this thing? He's like, you got a hairpin? Because <laughs> of course you can hijack a, a, a airplane. I mean, a helicopter with a hairpin. Black Dynamite kill. <laughs> So they're so they're basically on the fucking front line of the White House, you know, like they're, they're in they're in dangerous airspace, and uh, <laughs> Black Diamond's like take the controls. <laughs> and he jumps out the fucking helicopter um, and parachutes down, but he totally fucked over uh, Cream Corn. Cream Corn does not know how to fly a helicopter. Number one, number two, <laughs> uh, there was a guy aiming at him with a fucking RPG, so Cream Corn dies literally off of uh, Black Diamond's negligence. <laughs> that shit cracked me the fuck up, dude. But uh, Cream Corn dies a horrific death. And it's just black dynamite now. So he gets down on a, a White House lawn, wreck shop, shoots everybody down. Uh, has enough time to do a costume change in the uh, bathroom. Yeah, he just took the time. And this is actually the suit that he wore when he um, was pushing the idea for black dynamite. This is actually the costume with the rhinestones and everything. Oh, nice. Yeah. So um, so he's walking there looking mad clean, dude. And then, uh, you know, the last group of thugs to get their ass beat show up, dude. And he just whoops everyone's ass, man. The boss battle, man. It's uh, Richard fucking Nixon. <laughs> oh, Tricky Dick himself. Tricky Dick. And I was, dude, like, when I first saw this, I was like, who the fuck is that? Like, because you know, I, I didn't know who that, I didn't know they called him that um, at all. Tricky Dick. I had no idea. And, um, you know, <laughs> I didn't expect this, man. He just... He was talking real peaceful, dude, and he just snapped, jumped on top of the fucking desk. And like an office. animal. Yeah, and just pulls out nunchucks and just goes insane with them, too. <laughs> and the guy actually put it, he actually practiced a couple of uh, months with that. 
unfortunately, that's as far as he went because we had a uh, Asian uh, stand-in <laughs> with his hair slicked back come in as a stunt double for the kicks. But he was doing the nunchuck work. I'll give him that. So we have a dope-ass nunchuck kung fu battle with uh, Richard Nixon. And, you know, Nixon's getting his ass beat. And uh, That's when Patricia Nixon comes in. <laughs> fucking Nicole <laughs> Sullivan, dog. God bless her. I fucking love her, dude. And she's like, put down the plates, you moon cricket. <laughs> you moon, moon cricket. That, you know what's fucked up? <laughs> I've never heard that phrase. I haven't either. It's just, it's just... <laughs> and then Black Dynamite proceeds to backhand the shit out of her. Oh, he's... Knocking, to her knocking her into a cabinet full of china. He slapped her so hard. She did that like float back. <laughs> like she's like Hans Gruber fall into the cabinet. And uh oh man. That, was Ooh, it. That's, that set off all tricky dick. He went a little super saiyan there. Dude, oh god. I loved when he uh channeled his chi, but he was still doing the Nixon voice. And, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> But he gets his face fucking pounded in backwards, bro. He he he, he does not. He gets destroyed. And, and for some reason, they have the gun that assassinated President Lincoln. Oh, just yeah. hanging on the wall. That as That was a decoration. so dumb. That now, now that 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 I wish did not happen because uh, he I forgot he was in trouble. And then the ghost of Abe Lincoln showed up and did some like stupid ass kung fu and knocked it out of his hand. That was dumb. I forgot about that. That was kind of silly. That was super silly shit. That was white. But, Maybe if they if they had just get I, I like the whole gun on the wall thing that was kind of funny uh, but the ghost they could have cut yeah, out yeah that 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 was funny that was totally funny but yeah the ghost could have they could have passed on the ghost but um yeah so Black Dynamite wins <laughs> and he's like you know the whole basically the whole Watergate thing was because you know uh, Nixon had like freaky pictures of him <laughs> and he's like I'll put these pictures out unless you uh, take care of uh, me and my people and uh, he's like all right whatever you say. Rah, rah, rah. So when, he, so, so when he's leaving, he goes back to apologize to Patricia Nixon for slapping the shit out of her, dog. And I love how he woke her up. He, like, tapped the back of her. I mean, with the back of his hand, he, like, tapped her on the head real hard. <laughs> and she woke up like she was waking up from a dream. It was so fucking funny, dog. And he's like, I just want to apologize for slapping you into that china cabinet. But, so, but Black Dynamite, I shot you. I shot at you. Yes, but you didn't connect. Had you connected, maybe I'd be more justified for smacking you. She's <laughs> like, like that, but you're so righteous. You're so righteous. <laughs> so we get, so we get, so we get the hero music <clears throat> and this dope ass monologue. You know, basically just laying out who he is and what he does, and Gloria by the by the power of good dick downs finds him in dc and jumps on his like jumps on top of him and uh slides down to his leg into that obligatory uh you know two chicks grabbing a leg pose oh god so black diamond has a pistol out he does his nunchucks he's still doing he got his, his nunchucks back oh man. my god yeah oh i forgot that's he, a fucking rap i forgot that scene where he threw his nunchucks <laughs> and then caught him back somehow <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he's like delivering ass whoopings. Just, just, just know that he'll be there, dude. And uh, credits. God damn, this movie, man. Great shit. Fucking ridiculous. It's fucking ridiculous. It got a little wonky at the end, but uh, it had enough momentum where it kind of just coasted with no gas. You know how you just run out of gas in your car and you just try to get to that gas station, bro. It pretty much did that for me personally. Um, Jesus Christ. 
I gotta ask this first and foremost, man, before we do anything. If this was a goddamn video game, dude, what kind of game would this shit be? Mm, I go GTA type shit. You're doing random missions, kind of like, uh, what is it? Uh, San Andreas type shit. I just with you. a large pimp hat. Hmm? <laughs> I think this would be like a God Hand. It's just this ridiculous yeah. beat em up with weird ass music. Fuck yeah. That's actually really good. I was going to say Devil May Cry, but that's I think God Hand's way stronger. Way stronger. I can see that. And it's just so cheesy and goofy, too. It, I think it's, it's perfect. That's, that's actually really good. Oh, man. So let's get into this glorious body count. Who wants to take a stab at uh, how many people died in this movie? Oh, shit. Um, no 24. We got 24 from Mr. B in Black, John Hernandez. I, um, I'm going to guess a little higher, 30. Both of y'all are so far off. 56 oh, people have died in this movie. I'm not shocked. Credit to alloutofbubblegum.com for uh, helping me out with that. Body counters is tripping for some reason. They, they, I got to sign in to find out, and that's not going to happen. Sorry, guys. Oh, shit. All right, so let's get to the moment we've all been waiting for here. Skin deep. It's about to get skin deep. I just want to see a little figure. Just show me that boy. Just a little bit of titties. Right now, right now. Oh, boy. So we have uh, three and a half. Hmm. We got three sets. All races have been um, kind of sort of represented. We have our uh, yeah. black, white, and Asian. Uh, we got half a titty from the big titty nurse, uh, Stacy Stacy Adams. That state. Uh, let me give, give people time to type this out. Whoever's checking their phone, Stacy Adams. Go ahead, look her up. You might enjoy it. Good that. stuff. Uh, but yeah, Ooh, man. Nice titties. Now it's time for the time for the final verdict, folks. Here we're doing it. We're doing knee pads or slippers, man. What it means is, if we really, really like this movie, we use knee pads to maximum for worshiping purposes. If we don't like the movie, we use two hater slippers. Uh, basically, just to scornfully look at them as we hold our coffee with two hands. We will start with. John Hernandez, aka Sunford Chipperton. Sir, knee pads, slippers. What do you got? All right. Again, I was very, very pleasantly surprised by this. I thought this was going to be the most unenthusiastic, kind of just cheap, hey, you guys remember the 70s, man? <laughs> kind of movie. Like, like, again, I hate to bring up Kung Fury again, but the way that did to the 80s. So I wasn't really that enthusiastic coming into it, but yeah, it, it was really, really good. Highly rec. This is going to be something I recommend to a lot of people, which I don't do that much. And I would really actually like to watch it again. So for the first time in a long time, two knee pads, nothing special about them, but they get the job done. Nice. Go watch it. Mr. Being Black. Two velvet silky smooth knee pads I mean, it's a great movie it's funny shit and uh pretty much referencing john's point 
uh, I, I didn't know what to expect. I thought I was gonna, I was gonna be watching some shit that I was gonna have to force laughter out of myself from. This was genuinely funny. That's what's up, man. Um, I think it's a, uh, it's very obvious. That's too fucking bad for me, man. Like all the way. This movie is a shit. Michael J. Weiss to shit. Uh, I need to watch the cartoons though. Ironic. I, I haven't watched the cartoons or read the comic books, man. I need to. Uh, oh, the cartoons. It the. The cartoons and the it, it, the movie makes a cartoon way, make way more sense. I see, I see. Yeah, because a lot of people, you know, it's, the, the movie is definitely the gateway for everything, and I just I just haven't had a chance to get to the shit, man. But I yeah, I I couldn't recommend this movie like, any harder. Like uh, shout out to Ben Slaughter again, man, for uh, recommending this. Because when I saw it, I was like, Psh, that's a no brainer for me. I've been I've been putting it off because I plan on doing this, the movie, but uh, I, I can't believe you guys never seen it, man. So I'm glad you guys got a chance to watch this. Um, it's kind of a treat for me to kind of just hear you guys' reaction for this stuff this whole episode. It's been fucking cool. But um, that is it for us, man. Um, we got any shout-outs? Mm, good old movie addiction. Mm. Always coming with the heat, making me laugh. Uh, that's about it for me, man. Um... Shouts out to uh, Ben for recommending this movie and to the makers of this movie for making such a fine film. Mm -hmm. Good mm -hmm. shit. As always, shout out to Nerd Podcast Mafia. Um, that is <clears throat> Fans on Patrol, Soul Wizard, Open All Powers, Back Issue Podcast, Convos Comics Cast, um, Dork of All Trades, Son of a Bitch, Geek Yogurt Podcast, <laughs> uh, Superhero Speak. Fuck, I'm missing one. Oh no. Uh, Whoever that is, I'm sorry. And us. <laughs> right. Cle clearly, you do not matter enough. For us nope. To you. So, Send me a message if you even listen to this episode. I bet you did. Must be something I care about. Yeah, man, but uh, everybody, y'all have a good night and thanks for listening. Hey.
care.